going on, everybody? Um, I know I usually come on here and I, you know, I talk about football. I talk about um, the Eagles and and things related to, to football generally. But I think um, on the heels of what happened yesterday, you know, I'm also a basketball fan, and I feel like it's only fitting that um, I uh, I talk about Kobe Bryant and um, and just give you an idea of my feeling towards the whole situation. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page as everybody else, you know, heartbroken completely, you know, like going into periods of crying yesterday, like, I don't, you know, just watching people's reactions. And then my wife was like, I, you know, she was also very emotional about it. Um, but I want to tell you guys about, you know, how I've felt about Kobe, you know, cause I, I pretty much grew up on, on Jordan and then Kobe's career and Jordan's career like overlapped. So I got to see 20 years of Kobe Bryant. So, um, when he, when he initially came into the league, I really didn't think much of him only because, you know, he was talented, but he was, you know, when he was 19 years old, you know, the game in Utah where he shot those air balls and everything, I was like, okay, you know, nice player. The Showtime Lakers are fun and all this stuff. And, um, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be this great, but then a few years later they get Shaq and, and, and they're winning every time. It was almost unfair how they were winning. It's, it's like they have the best center in the league and then the best two guard in the league. And I actually had this, um, it's kind of like what, what people feel about LeBron, um, or felt about LeBron. I feel like every great player has his like haters throughout the course of their career. And then there comes a point, um, when that player is so great that you just like throw in the towel as a hater. I threw in the towel as a hater because I'm a magic fan. You can go ahead and laugh and at me on Twitter about how I'm a magic fan, though they've gotten better the last couple of years, better coaching, better players. So I like how that team is building, but I'm a Magic fan, and we had um, we had Tracy McGrady, and before that we had, uh, or after that we had Dwight Howard, and um, and the Magic and the mint the the, the moment my like okay I throw in the towel Kobe's amazing moment was um, when the Magic played the Lakers in the NBA Finals. We had like MVP Dwight Howard, we had Rashard Lewis, who was like a All Star. Hidu Turkoglu won sixth man of the year, should have been an all-star. Jameer Nelson was an all-star. He got injured, but he was an all-star. We, we then had Ray Frosten run our point guard. We had Gortat, like a young Gortat. We had, um, uh, yeah, there were guys. Oh, we had Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee's rookie year. And he was like a really good rookie. He was a nice player. I mean, I, I really, um, I'm still a fan of Courtney Lee this, to, to this day. We, we had, like, a really nice team. And, and we had J.J. Redick coming off the bench, too, like a young J.J. Redick, um, for those of you that are Sixer fans. So, you know, he wasn't that good yet, but he was, like, Stan, he, he's as good as he is today because because of how Stan Van Gundy, how hard he was on him. He made him play D, and, and you know, he's still not the best defender, but he's, he's super competitive, and, and I think uh, Stan made him, like, the professional he is today. Anyway, um... And it's like, you know, game one, we almost pull off if Courtney Lee makes that layup at the end, like the alley-oop. It was like a second left, and, and Turkoglu threw him an alley-oop, and he just barely missed it. It was like, ugh. I'm like, all right, but we got this. We got this. We, you know, we, we can play with them. We can stick with them. We lose game two, so we're down two-zip. And then it's game three, 
And you know if you lose game three, you're pretty much done. So it's game three, and I'm like – I forget exactly how the game went, but I know there was a moment where the Magic were coming back, coming back, coming back. And and the Lakers just – and the Lakers just took it from us. It was it was a lot of Kobe. It was a lot of Kobe moments, like one of those dagger after dagger after dagger. And Kobe, like, when he was on and he was motivated, he would do this thing with his like teeth. He would like, you like, you know, like he's he's gonna go kill somebody. It, it looked like that. His his face was like that. And I think that's that Mamba mentality. He was he was that dude that came for your throat and everyone you knew's throat. <laughs> he was that guy. He was he was Jordan after Jordan and you know and and I really I couldn't believe um you know just how how clutch he was and then you know we won game four and then game five he did it again with clutch after clutch after clutch moments and I just said you know what man I can't even be mad I throw in the towel I can't I can't even be mad this man is amazing um this is this was the year I think we we had we they had Paul Gasol and, and I think Andrew Bynum or something like that. This is a while ago, so my my memory's uh, off with what players were on what you know exactly what players were on the Magic and on the Lakers. I think this was after Shaq. Shaq was in Miami at that point, I think, and um, and it was Dwight Howard against Paul Gasol. It was it was a fun series. Like overall, there there was a lot of back and forth, but. Whenever the magic would get close, it was just Kobe with the dagger after dagger after dagger. And I guess you just have a like a come to Jesus moment and you're like, you know, he's just amazing. He's he's you want to hate him and you, you just can't. You just like <laughs> what am I gonna do? He's just that good. I you know, it's like the guy at the park. Kobe was like the guy at the park. Like everybody would plays pickup ball or when when you were a kid in high school, you would go play ball and you'd be this guy that would always beat everybody and you'd be like oh i'm gonna get him and every time you'd go up against him you'd get close and he'd beat you at the end and at the end of the day you, you can either you know continue to have animosity towards the guy i mean kobe's a good guy by all by all accounts so you can't really hate on him for that he's not like a horrible human he's like a, a really family guy you know good guy um so you know i i was i, I just said as, as a as a kobe hater i threw in the towel and from that moment on i was his fan and just every moment he would deliver, you know, the the finals. I was cheering for the Lakers against the Celtics. Um, and uh, when that that second year that that uh, when when Kobe came back and beat the Celtics after they beat him in the finals the year before, so that was a crazy moment. How how that series it was? I think they went to Game Seven and uh, Ron Artest like a bank shot three to kind of seal it. But yeah. Um, there was there, there was a you, you can go on and on about Kobe's moments and 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 you know the, the the on the court stuff, but I just wanted to share with you guys like I think a lot of people with like even with LeBron now he's now it's at the point with with LeBron where you know I don't think LeBron is on Kobe's level from like a, a end of the game you know go for the throat kind of guy he's a different player but he's still great and and I'm at the point with LeBron now too where I'm like you know. What are you? What are you gonna do? My Magic had a fun run against LeBron and the Cavs going into that year to the to, to the finals. We beat LeBron, and um, and to see the you know he carried the the Cavs with absolutely nobody. 
um, to the NBA Finals, too. He's, he's an amazing player. And I'm at that point with LeBron, too. I'm like, I can't even hate on this guy. He's, he's just amazing. Um, and and that's what it is. So, you know, moving on to, to you know, his, his post-career uh, accolades with being a, uh, I guess he directed like a, a kid's, uh, like a cartoon or something like that it was. And he won like an Academy Award. I was sure he'd be one of those players that would play until he's like 79 years old. <laughs> he'd be like on crutches on the court. He just couldn't. I, I felt like he's the kind of guy. He's like a basketball lifer. He'd become a coach. He'd become like I didn't see him uh, leaving the NBA in, in some capacity. But this dude like became a family man. He said, all right, I'm going to quit. I was like, what? You're really going to retire like that? Every I, I think Phil Jackson said something to to the effect of. I'm going to hate, I would hate to be the coach that has to talk to Kobe about retirement or, or tell him about, um, about the moment that, you know, you, you should, you should probably hang it up. Cause he, even Phil Jackson didn't think Kobe was like that. So for Kobe to go to Byron Scott, who was his coach at, the, at that time and just say, you know, I think, I'm, I think this is it for me. This is my last year. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, I was like, wow just tells you the kind of maturity he had as a human being, you know, to, to have a path after basketball. Cause some of these guys don't know what to do after basketball. It's all they know. They don't have any interests. They just, you know, I don't know. They veg or something. I don't know. They, they open up a car wash and that's about it. But so this dude had like everything planned out. And then the biggest part about him after was his kids. You know, he had four kids. Uh, Gianna was the basketball player. And recently, I've been seeing her ball on Twitter. She was nice. She was a good ball player. I was like, "Ooh, she's gonna be she's gonna be a problem when she grows up." And um, and when you find the news, it's crazy. I was I was um, yesterday I was in the backyard and I was just uh, just doing stuff. And and all of a sudden, like some some weird thought came through my head. Like you know, you sometimes have a weird thought, like something's gonna happen like a premonition or something like that. And I thought it was going to happen to my family. I, I, I had this crazy thought, like something bad was going to happen to my mom or dad or my wife's family. And then I picked up my phone. And the first thing I looked on Twitter was, was Kobe Bryant's dad, his helicopter crash. And that I was like, I was just thinking about a tragic event in my head. And it's this, it's like, it's so weird how the brain works. Like, I don't know where I got that feeling from, but something gave me this bad energy, and and I looked at my phone, and, and Kobe Bryant was dead. I came home. I'm like, my wife's talking to her um, to her mom on the phone, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, quiet down, Kobe Bryant. She's like, what? We couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, that whole day yesterday, I felt like it stood still. Everywhere I went, even I went to um, everywhere I went, I went to the store. I went, I went to play soccer. I, I took up soccer just to try something different, and. At the gym where I play, everybody was looking at the TVs, just looking at you know Kobe Bryant news. It was it was it was like a somber day overall. Um, and you know every time I would come home and, and and look at YouTube's and stuff, it was just super emotional. Like Kobe Bryant had an effect on anybody that that was remotely a basketball player or just a basketball fan or anything. It's, it's super sad. Like anybody that's a fan of sports, when you or even a music fan, like if you if if some if something um, happens to somebody that that affects you, that's affected you in a positive way, you, you automatically feel that it's super. I, I you know it's it's almost strange how much it's affected me. This this Kobe Bryant news. So yeah, even today, the day after, um, I'm still thinking about it. It's still like in the back of my mind. Me and my wife still like you know email each other like God, I can't believe this happened. Did you, 
You know, what about the other people in, in there? And, and we talk about Kobe. I mean, the worst part of this thing is his kid, his 13-year-old kid, his baby. Um, and um, and that's the worst thing. I mean, that I, I don't know how, you know, Vanessa, she's going to, her husband is dead and her daughter is dead. And then you have, how, how do you tell, you know, how do you cope with that? How do you, how do you tell your kids, daddy's not coming home and, and your sister's not coming home? Like, and then it's just a tough, um, it's just a tough thing to talk about. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, to at least give you guys an idea of, of what my feelings towards the situation are, which I'm sure are the same as everybody else's. And then like, just, um that eerie feeling I had in the yard yesterday. And then on top of that, just, you know, how I, how my history with my hate love relationship with Kobe was before that, you know, just as watching him play. Um, and then there's some other news that I just uh, came across. It looks like the, um, the helicopter pilot flew into fog and they were like circling around and, and, and he was in the mountains where it looks like, he aborted the mission to fly there and he turned around and instead of flying up, he just flew straight and there was no visibility. So he crashed into the, into the, um, into the mountain. And, you know, that's what TMZ reported. I don't know. I, you weren't, no one was there. We can't, it, it sounded like he should have just gone up and, you know, I can't see anything. Let me go as high as I can to avoid any mountains would be my obvious, um, you know, non-professional opinion. I mean, when I fly my drone around, I just fly over the over the buildings. I go as high as I can and, you know, avoid stuff. That's, if you can't see anything, my, my, my initial thought, if I'm a pilot or, or a helicopter pilot is fly as high as you can. And, 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 you know, I think it, again, I'm not like a pro, I'm not a pilot, but that, that seems like something that they should have avoided. Um, but that, that such is life. So, you know, people make mistakes. We're not perfect. Um, and these things do happen. Um, so that's, that's pretty much it guys. I, I got, I, you know, I didn't rehearse this pod. I didn't, I didn't, it, this is just me spitting off the top of my head of, of emotions and stuff like that. So hug one, hug anybody you got that you love and tell them you love them. And, and then also, you know, whatever stupid problems you got going on, you could have a lot worse problems. So you know, keep that all in perspective. And, um, and that's it. I'll be back next week after the Super Bowl with, uh, football stuff. Um, and, uh, and yeah, have a good one guys.